Speaking of unique content, this is just, it's been put in chat and it's the best spelling mistake I've ever seen in my life. Felix has put, and I'm assuming you meant to say cam here, as in camera, Felix. <laughs> but um, he's put, I really want to get a dog and have a dog come. Not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure that's against TOS, Felix. I'm, uh, I'm assuming I you meant. that's what you were laughing I'm at. I see it. Yeah, I'm assuming you meant cameras in camera, yeah. Thought so. But I mean, as, as far as unique content goes, I don't think that's what we were talking about, Felix. But I mean, if you want to make a dog come, make a dog come. <laughs> Morning, everyone. I'm Yorkshire Bother. Welcome to Sheet Gods, actually, and I'm joined by my original host, Sam. Say hello. Hello. Why did you sound like a Wookiee having a shit? And then we're also joined <laughs> by our new host, Sen. Welcome in. Hi, guys. Yes. So what you Let's guys, go. what you current listeners have uh, have missed, is on the warm up to this show. We've discussed me shitting my pants. If you can shit your pants on stream, how everyone will fuck to a body pillow of me, including Sam, and how Sen can't drink tea properly. You, uh... Well, you won't make me laugh. That's all I can do. Because I can't make women come. Um... Sorry. <laughs> so... <laughs> Some Didn't take long, did it? Uh, so we've got a few things on the docket. It's going to be a smaller one this week because the main thing is we're trying to figure out how long stuff's going to span now. There's three of us because obviously there's going to be a lot more to say, a lot more to talk about. And uh, also, I could only sit in one place for short amount of t amounts of time right now because um, I'm trying to stay fit and that is the only reason. Um, but this is the last time. This is the last time you're all going to see us before Christmas. It's sad it? that... Yeah, last time they're all going to see us before Christmas. <laughs> said sad. She, she's not even fucking said anything on the podcast yet, and she's already sad about it. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm going to miss you guys. One. That's it. Podcast over. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. That was episode 12. But yeah, so I don't think we're going to be back after the new year as well, because obviously the next weekend after that is um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, isn't it? And... Uh, your birthday. Your birthday no, is not in January. It's in January. Is it? 18th, isn't it? Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. I mean, I knew that. You're my best friend, of course, and you when your birthday was. Oh. You had to get that in, though, didn't you, Sam? I my did. Birthday. I did. Um, <laughs> Everyone's got to do it. Like, but, when you're coming but, out. Do you know when my birthday is, Sam? <laughs> Without searching it. It's um July, isn't it? Yeah, do you know um, what day? Twenty it's one of the twenties. Oh, he's getting in there, he's close. Oh. I'm just gonna go middle, twenty fifth. He hundred percent fucking searched that first. You can tell him looking down every like periodically. <laughs> no, spot on You're you're down on my fucking lap. <laughs> I'm not Don't my fucking home. right! I'm not... I am, you sexy bastard! Sorry, I can't shout out my windows open. It's a Sunday morning. <laughs> I am so glad that I've got my earbuds in. Because Debs would have heard you've been shouting. And... Oh, fucking. We'll get Debs on as the fourth member of the podcast. 
Should just call everyone a cunt. It'd be lovely. But yeah, so this is the uh, last time you're going to see us all before 2024, which is uh, insane to think about. Because we have been officially doing this podcast now, Sam, for 10 months. Well, we, st- we started this in February. You've been doing it for 10 months. You've been doing it for 10 uh, months. You're in the first episode. It. it counts. I've been doing it for five months because <laughs> there was a hiatus. There was, there was a fair bit of a hiatus, but we started this 10 months ago. But, dude, we're, we're getting ever closer to that metric. You know, the 20 top, podcast top 5% episodes. Or yeah, we're getting there. And we've now got Sen. So we'll we get have- there even better. Because women yes. bring in views. <laughs> yes. Feminism! Yes, while we're sat in the pyjamas. Send, whack your boobies out and we'll get instant views. I need to send. Like full mom Did you actually just get your tits out? No, I just pulled Oh, thank God. I thought we were going to get banned. It's collarbone. Oh, no. Now I'm going to have to put in the title that it's artistic nudity. Oh, fucking hell. What let, let me go get my gel pens and I'll just, like, <laughs> draw on it. Question, is it artistic nudity if you draw a vagina on your vagina? That's actually a really good question. Should we just go don't, on? Should don't we, feed we, into his mind. Let's just, so let's don't just, feed into it. <laughs> let's just start on this one first. I've not even got that fucking... Yes, I have. We'll start on that topic since we're already on it. So... Twitch uh, recently put out that artistic nudity would be allowed on the platform. Um, this was uh, to respond to the fact that there was a current trend going around where a lot of streamers were getting a bit uh, closer to nature. Well, that's how we'll phrase it. And uh, bouncing up and down like NPCs playing games. I saw one. I had to report her. She was on my front page. She was playing a game. The game screen must have been about that big. Yeah. And it was just her. Just like... Bouncing up and down like, hi guys, welcome in. It was like one of them TikTok NPC live streams. So I reported her and then like the day after I saw this and it was like, because the thing is, it's like my kid sometimes goes on my Twitch because he's got access to my phone and stuff. And I know he shouldn't because he's not old enough. But when like, say for example, Huffle's live, he likes to go on and see his mum playing games. Yeah. We don't let him watch mine because of the stuff he could repeat. Reason. Yeah. Because he's racist. I'm not racist. I have dated women of many colours and ethnicities. They all shagged the same to me. Except Huffle. She's superb. Cracking fanny, love. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Why? Why? Shut the fuck. I am getting so told off. I'm just saying. We just hear the footsteps coming up the stairs to whack you in the back of the head. 100%. But yeah, um. Yeah, and so. That's just the child. Man, he's been a right dick this morning, but. Fuck it. Oh, don't. He's always. Yeah, I. He, keeps, he thinks that. No, right. Because for anyone who doesn't know, we had to take him to A&E on Friday night. Because he got two concussions in 24 hours. Kids are, fucking, kids are fucking idiot. 
He gets it from me, so I'm a hypocrite for saying it, but he is. So, but he's now realised, he's like, can I go back to that cool playroom? I'm like, what, the one in the hospital? No. So he got in a mood of me, so now he keeps banging his head off things on purpose, thinking we'll take him back to the hospital so we can go into the playroom with a big Connect 4. I'm like, no, that's not how it works! That's not how we do things in this house! But yeah, so... What were we talking about? Oh yeah, so titties on Twitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they said artistic nudity was allowed, which to, as a like a, a response to that, um, they gave them an inch, pun intended. People took a mile um, and are just using it. Like I saw a woman who she wore leggings that had a bit of art on it and twerked for two hours straight. Now I'm gonna say fucking cardio on that superb. Her hips must have been on fire, but. That is not artistic, you know, but dancing's art. Yes, but being a slut is being a slut. Have some fucking standards. The thing is, when you are on Twitch performing, as you would on one of these live cam thick porn chat room things, if your your content is exactly the same on those naughty websites as you're doing on Twitch, you should be banned. Yeah. It's not what Twitch is for. The one thing I've always said is, if my if I wouldn't want my nan to see it, I wouldn't want. I don't think it should be allowed on Twitch. But then again, I used to say all sorts of things on Twitch, and then my grandma'd be like, "Oh, I wish you wouldn't swear as much." Yeah, but oh, you can't use it anymore because. No, Sam. No, <laughs> do not talk about that. <laughs> this well. <laughs> Because, can't use it anymore because your nan's dead. Fuck you! After only two days. I mean, does that not say a lot? It does say a lot. But like, the thing is, like, I have got the actual, actual artist. Well, let's have a breakdown of my dead grandma. Oh, I, did, I, I did me crying months ago. Oh, this is all you chief. But yeah, like. Artistic nudity, I've got all the time in the world for like these lasses that you see who wear like the it's mainly females, because let's face it, no one wants to see a chubby dude drawing smiley faces on his belly button. But trust me, I've tried. Uh it's mostly lasses wearing full skin coloured spandex, so there's nothing on show. Yeah, it's figure hugging, but they're not showing anything untoward. And they do a lot of body art and now stuff like that, that sort of artistic nudity, where it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. But yeah. there is actually art there when they're actually producing some sort of content. If, if there's nothing said. on show that would break TOS, but it looks like like body hugging, fuck it, do it. How are you going to do a uh, Avatar, Navi, or whatever the fucking blue people from Avatar's name is? How are you going to do that when you can't completely do it? Oh, 100%. Like, but the, I mean. There's some amazing artists out there, that's the thing. <laughs> But yeah. what people are doing is spoiling it for them because they're like, this is where I've always seen it. Like, to me, it's like you see lasses in low cut shirts. Some of them do it on purpose. Like, I'm not gonna, no one, no one's naive enough to sit there and say, no, lass does it on purpose. A lot of people do. But there are a lot of people that don't. For example, our friend Ruth, she has got quite a large chest. It's uncomfortable for her to wear really hugging shirts because of it. So she wears a lot of low cut shirts. But. She still produces content. They, uh, her chest isn't the media. She's making forms of media. That's just how she looks. People like that, 100%, yes, power to you. 
And with people like that, I'll sit there and be like, you getting objectified on Twitch and stuff like that, because there are a lot of pigs out there. Like, the amount of times she'd be sat there, like, when she was playing Mafia, some lad like, Tits! It's like, fuck off, you fucking pervert. You know what I mean? Mm. People like that, I yeah, have all the time. I wish you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but to be fair, like, you and me, Huffle, we've all cracked jokes about Roost Tits, but we're her friends. And she knows we don't mean it. People come in and actually mean it. Yeah. And the thing it's, is, it's like, creepy. We joined Roof's community and we became friends and we started to become friends with Roof before we started cracking jokes like that. It was yeah. only once we'd all felt comfortable and a friendship had been formed that we started to crack jokes like that. Exactly. Whereas you've just got these people that just come in, literally spend their entire days trawling through Twitch, looking for the slightest bit of skin that they haven't yeah. seen on the last person's. And it's wrong. If you, There should be a reported button for these little fucking cock gremlins. Yeah, there should. That if you do get too many reports, you are banned, but not just banned by that account. IP, IP band, yeah, or something to stop you from coming back so simply because let's be honest, it's easy to just go and create another account and get straight back to it. It happens all, all the time. time. They do it all the time, don't they? Well, what they said were it's got to be drawn, animated, or sculpted. But the problem with that is that they couldn't distinguish if it were digital art or photography. Yeah, so especially with the use of AI nowadays as well. It's, that line is yeah, blurring so is bad. which what people were doing, AI-generated images, and it would just, like, it just threw it all up because there are people that actually do art as drawing the female body form or the male body form, and that is art, fair enough, you know, but somebody sort of dancing about with no on... Yeah. It's not, is it, really? The thing is, when it comes to, like, drawn art, usually with artists, they go in stages. They start with a few lines and then start building it out, building it out. And I'm sorry, but it usually ends up that the character or the person that they're drawing will be nude at some point. So what yeah. are we going to do? Tell them then they're not allowed to keep drawing and then progress it past that. What yeah. are we meant to do? It's it's a tough one, and I think that's why they shouldn't have touched it in the first place. Because, like we've been saying, it's just confused more people than it's helped. But at the same time, and with you, like, like Huffle's really into her art, and she's done a lot of body sketches where it has been the naked female form, and her art is fucking amazing and stuff like that. I don't think there's an issue with. It's no. not like your AI generating a picture of a fanny, is it? There shouldn't be like an issue with that because that is. You know, that's what art is. You know, yeah. but it's like when I when this passed, I have because obviously it's always been the ASMR section more that's been rife for this stuff, which is a shame. Yeah. I remember when I hopped on ASMR stuff back when I lived with my parents because I had like insomnia and stuff. I didn't use Twitch mm. ASMR; it was just ASMR on YouTube, and it was just nice sounds and shit like that. And like people got them like mics that. No, but the mics are the ears, so you can do, like, ear scraping and stuff. It's, like, free yeah. the audio. That shit's so relaxing, but you can't find any of that now without it being some sort of, like, borderline softcore porn. 
I've had to resort to restoration ASMR where people find like old fucking like rusted up guillotines and stuff, which I must admit yeah. is, is fucking sick. I okay. love them videos. Just, yeah. just, just to say this, just went onto the ASMR. The top person, not going to mention any names, is a woman with a Santa Claus vest top with quite a lot of cleavage showing with one of those ear ticklers. Yeah. It's... Oh, yeah. There's no male ASMR either. I'm just going to say this. Maybe we should up the revolution and get our hairy chests out. Hairy. Can I have some time to grow mine? Sure, no, I'll go get my bagged up beard hair. It and we just, can super glue it. It's so smooth. We'll make it into a heart. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, like Felix has just said, it's not about ASMR anymore. It's it's not. It's very much lowered the tone a bit. But I think my main issue with stuff like this is there's so many content creators out there, like female content creators, that are producing content that is what's supposed to be on here. And they are fighting so hard to not be treated like second-class citizens by all the perverts and stuff. But then you have people like this that... Are bringing more of these objectifying people onto Twitch. But I know, like back in the day, when all this hot tub streaming stuff started, and we used to make the argument of it's not what the platform is about. Like some people used to use it, they're pulling viewers away from us. And the response, and it was the response that we've shared in discussion, Sam, is let's face it, then people going into them hot tub streams and stuff were never people that were going to come into our streams, anyways. That's not the content they're looking for. for. So for you and me, it doesn't make a difference. The only thing is, I don't want that shit on my front on my front page in case my child goes on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, like, the, the fact the fact is, Twitch is a gaming streaming platform. That's what it was made for. That was what it initially started out as. Then it's progressed, so it's now gone from that to more D and D and IRL streams and stuff like that and talk shows. Great. Why the fuck have we got hot tub streams, ASMR streams, and stuff on a platform? If you want to do that, go over to one that doesn't have these terms and conditions, like, like Kick. Kick. Oh wait, yeah. no, because if you go over to Kick, you can be just with using. No, but this is the thing. Kick is using the Amazon integrated thing that was created for Twitch that does the web services and the streaming services. Yeah. So basically, Kick is the get your baps out streaming system place. Not for all people, because I know that you've got a couple of people that are streaming yeah. on there. But Twitch is for gaming. Yeah, it always it has been built for gaming. So stop feeding into this bullshit where hot tub streams are the height of everything, or ASMR, where instead of it, someone's reading a book to you, they're there licking an ear microphone while wearing a skimpy top. Yeah, because for you and me, we'll watch, we'll play Cyberpunk mm. and watch it, and whatever. For them. People watching these ASMRs, they're literally on here to have a wank. Yeah. There's no way that they're not on here to have a wank. So get off the platform. Shut it down so that it's yeah. a more wholesome place for us. But my, get rid of the toxic people. my main concern with that sort of stuff isn't so much the the people that are making the content. Because like you said, 
they can go somewhere else if they want to make that content that's fine everyone's entitled to do what they want but it's not for here my main issue is them viewers that go for that stuff then have that expectation for that platform wide and that's when you get these perverts going into normal female streamers things and objectifying them and i feel like when we're in a world where we're pushing so much for feminism and we're pushing so much for women to not be treated like second class citizens especially especially in the gaming industry that has always been perceived by the media as a male oriented pastime i feel like it's so damaging to the female content creators that are actually producing content like when you look yeah. at people like you look at the top streamers there are a lot of people complaining because the top streamers were people like pewdiepie and loads of male-led channels like well what are all the female ones why are they at the top i'll tell you why because the only people going into them are people who've got this unhealthy expectation that every woman's going to be there from to spaff on the tits <clears throat> and it's not so the content creators this, fault. yeah you go sorry they're leaving wednesday's policy changes intact which include erotic dancers involving disrobing Content deliberately highlights breast buttocks or pelvic region as long as the video's labelled. So, what so you're saying is. They're saying stop doing it, but you're allowed to do it yeah. if you've got this tag. Yeah. That's the thing, but it's just, it has to be in the title. It doesn't have to be in the tag, I don't think. But I think this should have to include certain tags, and I think if that tag's included, it shouldn't be pushed to the For You pages. I yeah. think that should be how it's done. That would be the, the best time, way to handle it. Only time that that would be the thing is if they had a slider, a tick box that they can in, they can do the eighteen plus mode. And I'm sorry, and I know that people don't like that companies getting our details and information and stuff. Create a system where you verify you are over eighteen. Well, that's the thing, because you can be 13 to use Switch. There's no age verification. Yeah. All you yeah. need to do is, especially because, like, nowadays with makeup and stuff, a lot of lasses look older than they actually are. You could easily have I... a 13-year-old plastered up to fuck with makeup on, doff off and twerk on camera and say 18-plus in the title, and suddenly that's fine. And that, to me, I'm not comfortable with that. No. The fact is, working in schools, seeing that the younger generation of girls within secondary schools they are looking 18 19 20 years yeah. old if you put them in a lineup yeah which again is, isn't their fault because there's that much with the rise of social media over the past decade there's that much expectation for them to look that way a lot of them don't realize they're doing it anymore and that's why everyone looks older that's why if you look at guys as well like i remember when i was when i was a lad like 12 years old I was wearing baggy jeans and walking around talking about fucking Pokemon and shit. Look at them now, they're walking around in like designer trainers and tracksuits with the hoods up. Yeah. Yeah. And like, eat like Those were the days. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that every lad's a, de a deadhead, because I know some people do think that way. I've got no issue if you want to wear a tracksuit with your hood up and stuff like that and your little fanny pack that looks like it's going to hold weed. You do you, but I do feel like there's that expectation for a, like every kid nowadays to look a certain way, and that's why we get these teenage girls looking older than they are, and it invites so many people that we don't want on the platform onto the platform. Yeah. It's it's frightening to think. I don't know about you, Yoki, but, or Dark, but, you know, like, how many people have you had come into your chat and you're talking to them, and they literally don't seem as though they would be 14 or whatever. And then something gets 
talked about and they're like oh yeah i'm i'm 14 and you're like what it's almost like panic stations because you're thinking oh my god like if something goes wrong with this i could be liable see i've never really had that because one of the things with me is mine is an 18 plus channel not because of there's any sexually explicit content on here because there isn't it's just the things we talk about the language i use stuff like that the games i play a lot of it is content designed around adults and to me we don't discuss age on my channel because it invites that sort of thing in i will treat everyone like they're overage if they're talking and they don't see me we'll probe but we won't openly invite age talking to the channel it's same with um squiz who's a mod here and i'm a mod for his we had when he was doing a stream a person came in and they were being really really iffy with what like they were saying stuff it was like what like because they were on about how much they love mario it's like oh what's your favorite mario game and i think one of the things they said it was one of the ones for the wii they said that's what i grew up on more like well that puts you a bit young that mm. and the, like that sort of so we started probably and they wouldn't answer the thing about um how old they were so we had to we had to ban them because at the end of the day you are liable for your viewers and everything you put out and if you are putting stuff out that's designed for 18 plus and someone comes in who isn't 18 and you've not done your due diligence and they complain ultimately you are liable even if you don't break terms of service because you are feeding 18 plus content to a minor and that's the danger here which is why i think with something there should be some sort of id verification to get onto these platforms yeah and if you can't pro- if, if you so can't provide it they, they don't put click, yeah. oh yeah i'm 18 and then get in your stream yeah which but at the same time i don't feel like i feel like rather than it being 18 plus every 18 plus should be put around a wall I don't think that's a way to solve it because a lot of people who do 18 plus content there is content that's supposed to be on here and i feel like if you put everyone behind that wall it would damage a lot of smaller streamers growth i feel like what it should be is it should be for anything that allows artistic nudity there should be an artistic nudity tag you have to put on by rule otherwise you get banned and that puts that behind a wall so it's not on your for you page for anyone who is under 18. It, it, it's it's a gray area that's the issue is it's such a gray area because it's never been allowed it's always been frowned upon and now they're trying to something new and i feel like the reason they're trying something new is because a lot of people are jumping ship to kick for these certain things and as we all know twitch hasn't been doing as well as say like youtube and facebook gaming and now kick as well they're all on the rise and twitch is kind of dropping and i feel like that's why they're trying to do this is to keep more people on side and what they're actually doing is pissing more people off because they don't know what they're doing we don't know what they're doing and it's inviting so much more risk to the platform than what people are comfortable with. Well, there's there's a lot of reasoning and, and shit behind it. You've got the fact that all the other platforms are creating things, trying new things, doing new things, which is revolutionary. Twitch has just been in the same boat for years. Twitch has not introduced a system that has been revolutionary four years now let's be honest yeah hype trains were great when you felt when they first got added does anyone really care about of course you care about a hype train but yeah do we really care about it it's kind of like oh the hype's gone the hype for the hype train has gone now yeah but at the same time i feel like when people put certain things in place for for a hype train i feel like like i have a thing so like it plays some like slavic garage music when i hit my hype train it's fun but you have these people that do so many special things for a hype train that is disruptive to their own streams and it feels more like 
a beg for the stuff to trigger the hype train than it does actually a celebration that you've been given stuff that people don't need to give if that makes sense the thing is as soon as that banner comes up a rumor will see it and go come on guys we're, we're one sub or 500 bits away from from doing it and it basically does turn it into yeah you're begging for it yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna do that that's basically the same as busking on the street but i'm sure people have their own opinions on buskers right i thing is but at the same time a busker is out there and i know everyone's trying to earn a living but to me no one's forced to like you you don't see buskers on the street looking at people walking past going i Give me 50p, dickhead! You know what I mean? You don't see that. I mean, you might do it say, yeah. like, London. I've never been. But, yeah. Like, you... but again, you've got them people are sat there. It's a talent. And to me, I know some people have it, some people don't with Twitch. Like, there's some people who don't have them communication skills. But I wouldn't say specifically sitting and playing a game on stream and having fun and that sort of stuff. I wouldn't perceive that so much as a skill. Maybe competitive playing, yeah. But like me playing in Dragon, uh, not Dragon Age, playing Baldur's Gate on the easiest difficulty, I wouldn't say that's a skill. So like for me, if someone wants to give stuff, great. If they don't, that's fine too. Whereas a busker is out there using a talent that they've worked hard to hone. Just singing isn't easy. It takes a lot out of you physically. Playing guitar, drums, anything like that, that's also a challenge. Like fair enough, yeah, streaming does take out you energy-wise. But all you're really doing is talking and playing games something that we'd probably all be doing anyways we're just doing it for money now you know what i mean i don't know you can put yeah. that argument to anything but i do feel like it's a completely different remit of putting your talents to you if that makes any sort of sense to anyone yeah but yeah they have, they have backtracked on it though but fuck knows we'll, we'll see where it goes uh, the thing is, a lot of people, are, I feel like they didn't put the memo out as much about backtracking as they did when they allowed it. That's the issue. And I'm curious to see how many people now get hit in a bandwave because they're still producing this content having not seen the backtrack. It would be interesting to see. But like you look at, like when I looked at ASMR the other day when this went live, because they said it was allowed throughout, the amount of people that had basically AI generated like manga pornography. Like, that's slightly animated, so the, there's a bit of titty physics and stuff like that. They're a bit bouncing up and down. And they just put that over some, like, random ASMR sounds that probably weren't theirs. They were just DMCA free. And just left it running for 12 hours. The amount of people that were in there, they had, like, a few thousand people in all of them. It's like, the amount of people spaffing it to a cartoon character that's taken three seconds to make and it's using audio that's not even theirs. It's like, hats off to the people who did it. The fucking quid's in. But it's not right. <laughs> Go on, good on them for playing the system, but at the same time, Jesus Christ, mate. It's just, to me, it's just insane. So what about the TwitchCon designated hookup area thing? So that has I've been look, confirmed to be fake. I can't find anything else it, yeah, on it so it's, apart from that, that tweet. tweet. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, 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 been, that's been proven to be uh, false news. Right, good. <laughs> But for anyone who's not sure what we're talking about there, so basically um, something was put out to say that they were going to start allowing, uh, they were going to make specific Twitch hookup areas where anything up to third base was allowed. So for anyone who doesn't know what third base is, that's basically everything up to fingering. 
No sex, but fingering's okay. Which, let's face it, you go into the toilets and finger someone at a con anyways. Any, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. You don't need a specific hookup area. You just might have some dude dropping his guts in the cubicle next to you, but, I mean, who says romance is dead? Am I right? <laughs> but Twitch got full of cosplayers. I know so many people that have got their rocks off in cosplay. I had a mate who went to um, London Comic Con a few years back, and he hooked up with this lass who was cosplaying as Poison Ivy. And he was like, mate, she's the fittest fucking person I've ever seen in my entire life. And he slept with her. And then the next day, they took the cosplayers off, and he was like, mate, she's fucking minging. And I'm like, well, one, that's a bit mean. But two, that's why cosplay is so great, because you can leave reality behind and just out, like, yeah. live out your fantasies. If you want to shag Harley Quinn, do it. If you want to shag Tamatoa from Moana, do that too. Like, enjoy yourself. <laughs> but Twitch hookup areas, you don't need them. You just go to a toilet, don't you? You can tell who's speaking from experience here and who's uncomfortable, can't you? Well, I've never been to a t Twitch con, so... I've never, been, I've never been to a Twitch con, but I've been to uh, oh. conventions in my youth. I'm just not saying anything, not incriminating myself in any way, shape, or form. I, I went to a, a Star Wars one when I was uh, 17 and met a woman who was uh, a gender-flipped Darth Maul. That was a great day. <laughs> I, wasn't even in, I wasn't even in cosplay. I just went in you a leather. Win. You just rocked up as yourself. I just rocked up with my fucking pineapple haircut. I've got a picture of it somewhere. Like how I was dressed on the day, I had a fucking awful haircut. It was it was amazing. The picture of me with two stormtroopers, it's great. I'm on the wrong right. bloody. Uh, <laughs> final final thing is we've spent an awful long time on Twitch. Yes, we have. Too Last much. week we had the uh, the announcements that the uh, Korean Twitch servers are finally being taken down or have been taken down. Yes, we did. Because Kim Jong Un is watching too much titty ASMR. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Kim Jong-un's fault he, he was the one that was like no I can't do the accent that will get me banned won't it let's, let, let, let's not do that Sean that was uh, that was a questionable life choice by me um, but yeah so uh, South Korea will shut down their Twitch um, I think as far as I'm aware uh, they can still uh stream through twitch as far as i'm aware the only thing is they can no longer make money through it that's that's the big thing all oh, right is it well what i've looked at says that until february 27th in 2024 then they'll be completely gone ah so, le so unless it's just they can't make any money from now till february then february they'll be like bye bye that could be it um all I've seen is that, uh, so I'm looking at, uh, so Twitch has once, uh, was once in the driver's seat among South Korean pro gamers for a while, said Haje Pil, a professor of esports at, uh, Kuche University in South Korea. Some League of Legends or watching Apex Legends tournaments in the country were streamed exclusively on Twitch. Then a downgrade of video quality to a resolution known as 720p, which the company said reduced its operating costs, made text less legible, and caused users to jump over to YouTube, which has influence has been weakened since then. 
Uh, now it plans to shut its South Korean business as of February 27, 2024. It was not immediately clear whether viewers in South Korea would keep their access to the platform, but the company said that streamers in the country would no longer be able to monetize through Twitch and that viewers would no longer be able to make purchases on the platform. It looks like they are still going to be able to access it. The issues are they're not going to be able to buy subs, so they're all going to get ad viewing. Um, they're no longer allowed to... Um, make money from the own co- from their own content they create but i wonder if you did it through because there's no stopping them getting on it because it can still use a vpn but the issue is when it comes to money and monetization and stuff like that you'd have to actually have bank details and that's when it'll that's where it'll get you geographically i think yeah so that's where the issues are going to be but it's because apparently south korea charge a higher network usage fee to foreign content providers meaning people like twitch are paying more and more money to be there, it looks like their way of cutting costs is to remove any other bit of money from there that they can. Now, yeah. whether they do shut it down fully, I can't see anything in this article about that. They probably will do, because if they're still paying them network usage fees and are now not making any money either, because people aren't buying subs, they're not taking a cut of revenue from people, there's no way that that's still going to be a viable platform for them to hold I, I imagine like you said i imagine they just cut it and rather than I paying for network migrate to youtube yeah instead. i mean to be Which, fair if i'm being honest everything's moving over to youtube because the streaming platform can actually deal with anything up to 4k the servers are actually up to date and can actually handle stuff the only reason that people haven't made the big jump so far is because when it comes to gifts of subs and donations and stuff like that it's not as easy and fluid as it is on twitch yeah and that's the only reason that they haven't moved over oh and the fact that of the searching algorithm it's not as good yeah. well to be fair it's, it's different to twitch and people are scared but they'll move over, they'll do the big jump, and they won't be seen. But I mean, through, through my experience using YouTube, I've started posting all my VODs and stuff on there. The creator dashboard isn't as, <clears throat> isn't, isn't as good, but it's still a solid dashboard. But the thing that YouTube has over Twitch here now is you've got live streams, you've got long-form content like uh, videos and stuff, on like videos on demand, you've got your shorts... You've got the social community side of it, which is basically like a social media thing. The only thing it doesn't have, I don't think, is stories, which, to be fair, I don't think Twitch needs. I, I don't understand why Twitch has added that. Like, it, to me, it's, yeah. just, it's just pointless. It's because they're trying to face against um, Snapchat and TikTok. They're trying to take bits from other platforms to make their platform better. Yeah. And yes, it can work in some ways for some people, but this isn't TikTok. This isn't somewhere that you just scroll through and you're done, or you go into a live stream and you just scroll through the, it that way. This is a <clears throat> this is somewhere that you go, you press go live, and it goes. Yeah. YouTube will always have the upper hand because it's the post community involvement. Yeah. The fact that Twitch doesn't particularly have anything while you're offline. Yeah, and I think that's what every that's why you see all of the Twitch streamers go from okay, I'm doing Twitch, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying Twitch, la di da di da, end. Yeah, it's like you've ended your life. That's why they go over to TikTok and Instagram and stuff. Whereas YouTube has everything like that all rolled into one platform, and 
if I'm honest, the cuts are a lot better. The cuts everywhere are a lot better. That's why everyone's jumping ship. Even Facebook is better at this point. And I'm not going to badmouth Facebook because I now have a meta headset and I'm scared that if I upset Mark Zuckerberg, he'll, he'll take my meta account away from me. Uh, but it's just... It's insane. I don't like Facebook gaming. I think all the platform for that is so junk in terms of like the creator dashboard stuff. I hate that. Facebook gaming is like Mixer. Yes. But I, I do feel like Twitch is... It's, I, I can see in another 10 years, I can see this platform being dead. I, th- I think I think you're, you're right. And I think it will be the case that YouTube takes over. Yeah. And like the world is governed by YouTube, which, if I'm honest, I'm not so upset about. I'm not. Um, TikTok and Instagram and stuff—they'll try that to do their thing where they inc- they make it better, but at the end of the day, it will just be a budget version of Twitch. Yeah, they won't be able to provide the big service like Twitch and Kick. I'm giving Kick about a year, maybe two years. I don't know. You know, I reckon Kick's gonna go the way. I genuinely do. So what's, what's the whole differences on Twitch and Kick then? Because I haven't been on Kick, so I don't know all about it. It's basically Twitch without any of the safeguarding. It uses the same, like, everything. It's basically, imagine if Twitch, they changed the colour palette from purple to green and allowed titties. That is basically it. Right. It's, like, I think the way we described it in a, an earlier podcast where... Um, Felix was a guest the way we sort of described it is imagine two twins one of them went to college and got a great job with a great wage and the other one is sat in the corner doing meth and screaming and throwing clothes around the garden the the biggest thing with Kick Kick was created not as a streaming platform to rival Twitch but it was a streaming platform that the things that were getting banned on Twitch weekly, you're talking the gambling sides, the, the, the pornography, well, basically softcore pornography sides. It was made so that people like Trainwreck TV and stuff like that, the, the, the founders and creators and stuff like that, they can go over there, have free speech to say whatever they want to, to gamble and entice gambling to people which it only became a big thing because they fucked off from here to go over there because they have big parts in stake this the gambling platform yeah and also then you've got the asmr hot tub streaming like amaranth's gone over there now it's and it's on kick because the and the thing is they're getting given contracts where it's lots of money for the big streamers and they're enticing more people over yeah. with contracts of you don't need you just need to reach these things but you'll you'll get an actual wage you'll get like paid hourly yeah and the thing is how are you going to sustain that with everyone because everyone's going to find a way to get the metric to then get paid by kick kick will die very soon I'm saying that now because they're trying to get people on the platform, but ultimately using dodgy money coming from stake, which will get shut down at some point. Well, the question is, is is it going to be one of them where they pull everyone over to a point where people have burnt the bridges with the other platforms because of the type of content they put out, they know it'll only be allowed on kick, 
And then once they can't afford all this money anymore and they're earning income the same way that, say, like, YouTube and Twitch are from the gaming, are they going to shut it down on that side? Jimmy up the cuts between people to be more in line with what Twitch's is now to make it sustainable. They'll be like, well, you're here now, so you're going to have to stay. Mm. Most likely. Which is shit. <clears throat> it really is. Yeah. Well, I've been contemplating because obviously Twitch has gone back a few a uh, few months back. They went back on their thing about uh, multi-platform streaming. Because I used to do it when I used to stream on here and, you, and Facebook at the same time. I've been tempted to maybe multi-stream between here and Kick now because you're allowed to do it and see sort of what the difference in ex- user experience is like. Because I don't mind using it. I've got um, Steamy Streamers and uh, Twisty Shapes who both stream on Kick. And I'll be honest, when I'm watching these streams... It's no, no, it's no different of an experience from it being here. The only reason um, Twisty went over was to try it. The only reason Keith went over is because he likes very lewd humour and very lewd emotes, and that isn't permitted here, so he went over there. Just so happens that he's making a better kill in there. Like, yeah, his viewers dropped. He, he went from having, like, say, 70, 80 people per stream to maybe, like, 50. Because the cuts are so much better, he's still making more money there than he ever did here. And hats off yeah. to the guy. I mean, he wants to do it as a full-time job, and if that's what you've got to chase to make that your career, you do what you got to do, you look out for you. And I'm glad it's working for him. I know it worked for everyone. But for me going in and viewing his stream, it's no different from a user experience there than it is to here. But that's because I'm only looking for the same content there that I would here. I'm not interested in you gambling and your softcore porn or anything like that. I imagine for some people, it is going to be a very different kettle of fish because they're going to be going on there to look for these specific content specific content and then when they're done with that they'll come back here for the normal stuff but each their own isn't it that's why you have this variety because the nice thing about kick is it does offer something that the other ones doesn't fair enough it's not stuff we're interested in but it does have an audience otherwise it wouldn't work yeah so that's the one edge they have i think the only reason that kick is making its way versus twitch and youtube's not coming to the scenario YouTube would be better for everyone from a cut point of view, but the stuff that you have to do to get the monetization and then the rules that you have to follow, like not be able to swear or say something in a certain way within 15 seconds, 15 seconds of a YouTube video. This is like the, the long form content. I think even with the long-form content, though, I'm sure I read somewhere, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it was a thing of for how many minutes you do a video, you're limited to how much you can swear. I'm sure I read that somewhere. So if you're, like, overly swearing, say if I drop, like, 400 swears in a 10-minute video, even if I don't swear in the first 15 seconds, it's still too many swears for it to get monetized. I'm sure I read that somewhere. that's only if you let it it go. If you put beeps and stuff and post perform content and stuff yeah like do some post-production on it and just put beeps over it it's fine it's but then the time and energy you're losing having to put in that extra work outside of your long outside of your streaming probably negates the extra money you make from the cuts especially if it's something you're doing full-time you won't have time to sit and edit you'll probably have to hire an editor so then your content yeah. has to pay two wages. So you're probably making less money than you would on Twitch where you can say what you want. You just do your VOD, end it at the end of the day, jog on, your jobs are good, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you've got people... 
I'm just going to come out here and say it. You've got so many people doing the same fucking thing. Is it? Is are we not going to get to a point where progression and growth is just dead because everyone is doing the same thing, and then the entire platforms turn into a follow for follow, support for support, like for like situation? Because yeah. it's not going to be viewers on this platform anymore. Because someone gets a games console, an upgrade that can stream and they'll play Fortnite or whatever. Are we ever going to get into a position where true progression can actually be made on Twitch unless you are the the 0.01% of people that got the lucky break to be in a game with a a big streamer or to create a new meta on the platform that no one has seen before, but is fun as hell to watch? Yeah. Like Kai Sinat just chatting but he's got such energy and vibes that, that he's just been on a game, fucking yeah. live stream with Nicky fucking Minaj yeah well th- this is the thing is I do feel like anyone who's gonna make it big has to either have been on the platform and it was small enough to carry them through it or like you said they have to bring something new and original and I feel like that's not particularly a bad thing it's like I put a TikTok out about stream advice the other the other month where I was saying like What's advice that you've been given uh, that you would you would give to people starting out? And it's if it doesn't work and you don't make it big, don't let that deter you. If you enjoy doing it, do it. But let's face it, be realistic. Ninety nine percent of us are never going to make it big on the platform, and that that's the reality. There's that many people out here. We would be very narcissistic and up our own asses to sit there and think I'm going to be that one percent. Unless you have something that makes you that one percent, which some people do, don't get me wrong. Like I know some yeah. people who can come on here, produce probably the same content I do, but because of the energy and how they carry themselves and the networking that they do, a couple of months I can be on okay. like one point something k followers. Okay, so Let them. on Twitch as of August twenty twenty three, active Twitch streamers. You're at 7.58 million streamers yep. across the platform. But, That's a lot of fucking people. But I do feel like lockdown had a part to play in that. A lot of people are alone. A lot of people were bored. A lot of people were playing a lot of games. They thought, I want to socialize while I do that. This is how I did it. I was sat at home during lockdown. I wasn't having any social contact. Like, yeah. What's the word? Contact. Oh, That's I did word. it. Yeah, and like when lockdown ended, a lot of people went back to their normal lives. That's why I don't stream nearly as much as I used to because I'm back at work properly now. But some people have sacked it and some people have kept going, which is why it's such a saturated thing. But you look at like um, our mate Nate, Nate Mez. Um, He did it during lockdown. Everything was great. Then the world reopened and he went back to work and he would not streamed for over a year. He's only recently had time to come back. But... There's so many people out there that probably, like you said, get a console and do it because as lockdowns happened and it's become more saturated, a lot of people are like, oh, you should do it. Like like you said, you'll get a games console and you'll probably have a mate now who fucking streams and they're like, oh, you should give it a go. It's well fun. And that's how it happens. And then they'll get a mate and they'll be like, oh, you should give it a go. I've done it. My mate did it. You have a go. And it's like everyone's like, oh, well, my cousins, dogs, aunts, uncles, cats, best friends, brother-in-laws, sisters, Chicken streams. <laughs> Chicken. And to be fair, in the animal section, there are ducks and and 
owls and stuff so there's probably a chicken out there you, you ever so thought about just putting that. a live cam on your uh, your ducks and just yeah. just leaving it running yes you should do that with your cats Sen. yeah I'm sure they get plenty of views because they're painting arms it'd just be but there's, there's stuff out there it's just a question of if you if you put the time, effort, and determination into it, yes, you're going to grow and everything, but I also think that there's another side of things where there's so many platforms and so many people doing the same thing that when you're scrolling through, you just have to look at Instagram yeah. and TikTok and everything now. It's okay. not Vine creation people anymore. There's a handful of people that are making unique stuff. Yeah, half of my my TikTok, Instagram reel, and YouTube shorts is re repurposing their content from streams, and I have no issue with that. But it's like TikTok for me was sort of like call me Chris, Uncle Ticks, like unique yeah. content that they're Alpha making man. for the platform. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I'm moments away from deleting my TikTok because of that skank. <laughs> Speaking of unique content, this is just, it's been put in chat and it's the best spelling mistake I've ever seen in my life. Felix has put, and I'm assuming you meant to say cam here, as in camera, Felix, but um, he's put, I really want to get a dog and have a dog come, not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure that's against TOS, Felix. I'm a. Uh, I'm assuming I knew you that's what you were laughing I'm at. I see it. Yeah, I'm assuming you meant cameras in camera, yeah. Thought so. But, I mean, as, as far as unique content goes, I don't think that's what we were talking about, Felix. But, I mean, if you want to make a dog come, make a dog come. It's all the illegal in <laughs> fucking everywhere. But, you know, each to their own. Question is, are you wanking off a border, uh, border collie or a Doberman? Or an XL bully? You're gonna wank off an XR bully, do it quick before it gets put down. Um sorry, that's a fucking bad joke. <laughs> sorry! Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, so we have spent over an hour on Twitch, so I reckon we move on to something a bit more uh a bit different. So well let's move on to Nexus mods and the stuff they've had going on, shall we? So Yeah, let's do it. I have some controversial opinions on this, and I would like to ask anyone who is listening now, please give me until the end of what I've said <laughs> before you jump on me, because I promise there's a reason behind this, and I, I'm, it's not a bigoted reason. So, there's a pack of mods called the No Alphabets pack on Nexus Mods. It is an amalgamation of several different mods from several different creators, uh, and someone's put them together to try and make Nexus mods as uh, to make Baldur's Gate as straight white male as possible. Person who made that mod pack, cunt, hundred percent agree they're a piece of shit. But some of the individual mods in this pack aren't in themselves homophobic. Now, one of the mods is it is a gender swap for someone called Dame. I think her name's Dame Allen. Allen, A L Y N. I think it's pronounced how it's pronounced. Um, yeah. How it's spelled, even. Now, it's a gender swap for them to make them male. In itself, 
I have no issues with that. There are gender swaps for just about every major playable character and NPC in the game. I have no issues with that. If you want to make a stereo on a chick and have your great, like, lesbian, pale, vampire snog off, you do it. All the power to you. That's what mods are there for. But because this person has been included in the No Alphabets pack, their mod has been taken down, which I think is unfair on that mod creator that they are guilty through association for something they didn't even do because someone took it upon themselves to add it to the pack. That, to me, is shitty for that mod creator who probably didn't... Now, I haven't looked at this mod. If it is homophobic, if it has, like, homophobic language in the description, fair enough, I take it back, fuck you. But as far as I am aware, that mod itself is solely just a gender swap mod for anyone who wants to gender swap the character. That, to me, isn't an issue. I'd, I'd probably do it with um, housing or something, gender swapper. There's so many, like, you can get <laughs> male Minthara, male Karlak, male Lazel, but then you can get, like, female Asterion, female Gale, female Halcyon, like, there's, there's female Minsk as well. There's so many out there. There's so many mods. For example, there's a mod that changes um, Asterion's full appearance and AI voices him as Matt Berry, which I think is the coolest fucking mod in existence. But that is fucking It's marvellous. The content, the, the modders on this are so creative, and I do feel like this person, like I said, as far as I'm aware, if I am wrong, fair enough, as far as I'm aware, they did not make that specific mod with any sort of malice or bigotry towards the LGBTQIA plus community. It's just because it's been added to a mod pack, they've gotten the shit, which to me should solely be on the person who's curated all these mods into the mod pack for that specific reason, as opposed to these individual content creators who never intended for their mods to be used in that way. I don't know what your guys' opinions are on that, but that's my understanding of it. That's my stance on it. What's your guys' opinions? Um, it's great. I'm, I'm going to jump in. I was, I was expecting... I, I, thought I could I see Sen said no, so, right. so uncomfortable right. to start saying shit then. <laughs> Go on. Um, long and the short of it, the mods have been created by people. Time and effort has been invested into them. And yes, there are some people out there with some malice intent. But if you like the one that you were talking about, Sean, the one that literally just changes gender bends a character from one to one, one gender to another, what's the fucking issue in it? As long as there's no malice there and they just want, they, I fancy having this character as a female as opposed to a male or a male as opposed to a female. Let them fucking go. Yeah, I I think it's wrong that they were banned and taken down and everything from Nexus. They should have at least had an appeal basis where yeah. they could appeal and just go, I wasn't privy that this was being added into a general pack to completely mess up the, the status quo of the game's gender stuff. But it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If that person had no malice, Leave them to leave them to it. Yeah, but on the Bring other hand, the if, but on the other hand, if they have done it with malice, fucking Fuck em. get them off the platform. I have zero sympathy for them. That's it, it, again, it's a, it's like the Twitch thing we were saying before with the new day. It's such a grey area because you cannot truly know someone's intent if they, unless they explicitly say, "Oh, it's fucking Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve." Then yeah, you can kind of get the intent off that, and you can be like, "Yes, you're definitely clear cut a piece of shit." But we've, yeah, 
do you want to weigh in on this sen or are you a bit i know social commentary and stuff like this it is a bit of a risky business if you're not quite ready for that yet we won't judge you here's your first podcast so uh to be honest i agree with everything that you guys have said really because there's customization in everything now like no matter what it is um i could be a fucking alien in sims do you know (laughs) but what i was sort of like another point to it is like about the spider-man as well removing the pride flags yeah like stuff like stuff like that to me there is no benefit to that and that that one is a great because yeah there's no reason anyone would want to install that mod other than to censor the lgbtq community stuff like that it's a gray area you can sit there and say yeah but it's just because i don't like the colors that's fine but at the same time don't go down that street it's what they mean and what they they symbolize you know like the mod in itself isn't harmful to anyone in my opinion it's the wider message for it with the Mm. stuff like spider-man but at the same time it's like i know a lot of people say well well, you could just not install the mod then. And I know that's the argument that some of these anti-LGBTQ people have been using for the pack. But the thing is, the pack is there specifically to censor it. Whereas the stuff like removing um, the pride flags, I feel like that is also censoring it, but it's a bit more of a grey area because it's not actively sat there saying, I don't want to see this in my game. But then again, you can kind of piece together if someone's installing that. That's probably why they're doing it. Yeah. I think I, I think at the end of the at the end of the day, if 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 something's been created for the sheer purpose that they've wanted to change something in the game, whether it be for a malice intent or not, it it at the end of the day, it's their own game. Yeah. But the fact that they've now got a pack out there that's gone, no, we're not dealing with this shit anymore. Install this pack if you. I, I don't know what the the word to like white supremacist esque yeah. style of censorship. It, it, I, it's a hard it's a hard one to put into words, isn't it? Because it's one it's one of them. I agree that this pack shouldn't be there, but then it's a case of where does that line stop? Because there are some people out there who might just do something for fun purposes and then someone could take it the wrong way that's always going to be the case but stuff like this is that clear cut yes it shouldn't be on the platform stuff like removing the pride flags and stuff from spider-man you could argue that there's no malice intent there and if you don't like it just don't install it but i think we can all kind of put two and two together and stuff like the pronouns in starfield which i think you mentioned in our pre-podcast discussion sen the choices were he he him she her they them Two second menu you're never going to see again. You don't even need to scroll. There's no issue with that being there. People are installing it simply because they don't want to see they're them. Now that to me, it's kind of clear the sort of people that are going to install that because anyone who is not a twat will just look at it and just pick the pronoun they want and never think about it ever again. Yeah, yeah. If it was, say, like they had all the Neo pronouns like Zeezer... Air, aired and stuff like that like and there was like 40 of them to scroll through and it was a bit annoying for you the fact that you had to scroll through 100 different fucking neo pronouns to get you when you want i can maybe see the benefit of a mod pack there to make it easier for you say for example like me i'm 
I have issues with my vision. For me, that would probably be hard for me to look through that entire list. But then you do the podcast of, I want, I, I, I not a podcast, you do a mod pack of, well, I want it to just include these pronouns or them pronouns, rather than it just being like, remove every pronoun and just yeah. have it be man and woman. Like, because if it's just he, him, she, her, they, them, just, just don't pick they, them if you don't want to pick they, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like Felix said, uh, I could see that being uh, combated by custom pronoun thing, but the issue then is you get people going, I shouldn't have to fucking write my pronouns, it should just be there. And it's like, who gives it's, a it's, fuck? It's long, long, long and the short of it, it is literally people in this day and age that haven't caught up with the way that the world has gone. Yeah. Yes, there will be people there that will combat it and say, well... The world was fine before this, and this wasn't such a big like, big deal, and now it seems like this is the biggest deal of all. There are people going to be thinking that. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, so yesterday it wasn't this big issue. Today it is this big issue. Let people, yeah. if you're part of the LGBTQA, whatever yeah. side of things, do what but the fuck you want. If, you, if, if you're against it... Stupid idiots, like, in one of the links that you posted, Yoke, about the whole flag thing, a Twitter slash X user flagged that mod about the flags because the description was, changes the stupid pride flag to American flags. Yeah. Like, shit well, like, I don't get... Shit like that, Ca- calling a flag that represents a group of Why people that have been given that? so much hate, calling a flag like that stupid... Like, because what, what Americans are like, this, change that stupid flag to an American one. That's all well and good for Americans that are really like flags. But one, how many fucking American flags are there in that game? So many. Two, for anyone outside of the US, we couldn't give a fuck about your flag. There are much more, there are more countries in the world that celebrate pride than yours. I would rather see that flag than an American flag when I can go around the corner in the game and see another fucking American flag. But like yeah. you said, the fact that the wording of that is stupid flag. Again, mm. that like this no alphabets pack clear cuts that, right, there are bigger. It shouldn't be on the platform because and this is the thing, like, one of the things that, like, you've got it on your bio on Discord, Sam, about when the world is that shit and you need some escapism, be a gamer. And that is the one thing is, no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter your gender, what's between your legs, your, your income, the one thing everyone here can agree on is we like gaming. And that is our escape from reality. Imagine being part of the LGBT community, getting homophobia thrown at you on nearly a daily basis thinking i know i will go play my game and i will go mod it because i want to make it as fun and fantastical as it can possibly be just for my own enjoyment and the first thing you see is someone saying the pride flag's stupid Mm. then you've got to face that bigotry outside of the real world as well and that to me like i do agree in some games in some games some stuff like that can be used quite well for example racism and stuff in red dead 2 it is accurate to the time period and they're going for a realism kind of thing but at the same time it doesn't make you actively engage in it like there's racism in the world there's people who sort of like hint at it and stuff like there's that black guy who's like i'm so sorry i didn't mean any disrespect sir just for being in the street and you make characters like i don't i don't get it 
why, why, are you, why are you saying sorry? You don't need to say sorry. But then you can go and you can see the KKK in the woods and you can leave them alone. Or you can throw a TNT at them, which I think we can all agree we all throw a TNT at them because they're a piece of shit. Like, having that stuff in the world in some places makes sense. And when it's done right, I can agree why it should be in the world. But at the same time, you're not having to partake in it. And, yeah, because everything's yeah. got a history, hasn't it? Yeah, but purposely going out of your way to add shit in like that shows oh, yeah. your I nature. Think... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Every Everyone in this day and age, whether you would be on the side of the people that are fed up with the whole pride thing or you're part of the pride thing yourself, like you're participating or a supporter of it. I think in Pete, People are just fed up of uh, either side forcing the other one's agenda, and that's it. Whether it be pride being out there, or whether it be the people against pride, yeah. they're fighting to have their voice heard. Pride is fighting to have their voice heard, and I think it's just people are getting fed up now. And that's why we're seeing a lot more of these controversial mods being taken down. It's because one voice is being heard and then you've got a group of people that are like, I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm fed up with every, literally, you do your life, I do my life. That's what yeah. I think's happening. People are fed up of being force-fed and spoon-fed each other's agenda. Just get on with life. It's like there's this clip where Morgan Freeman gets asked about racism and he literally turns around to them and says, stop talking about it. It's been, it's been done. Let's just move past it. If you keep putting the name, putting it in your mouth and keep saying it and keep bringing it up, it's never going to go. And we're going to be having these same issues. Well, that, that, that's the thing, isn't it? When, when you look at society, I would like to think 99.9% .9 of people do not give a fuck what your gender identity is, what your sexual preferences are, what your skin colour is. It's just that 0.1% on either side shout louder than everyone else and that's where the light gets shone. And I feel like, yeah, I understand why people who are part of the LGBT community, people who have experienced racism, I get why they're pissed off because it shouldn't happen. And then you get, but then you get people like this on the other side that shout back, and most of us will just be like, "Yeah, they've got every right to be angry." Anyways, move on with my day. Um, you get people like this on the other side that shout back, and to me, that that one percent that are so bigoted shout so loud that it makes all of us look that way. And I would like to say, as a gamer, and as I know a lot of gamers, I would like to say, people like these people that specifically go out and make bigoted comments don't represent us as a whole. And I will stand with anyone who wants to call out anyone for that sort of behaviour. I stand with it because I don't make a big deal about it. I'm bisexual. I don't feel the need to shout about it because it, it's just... I just am. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. It's not my sole identify, identity. It's just me. I would rather someone just text me at face value. And I, I, I know a lot of people feel the same. But then you do get some people that are like, I am gay, this is gay, everything must be gay. And I imagine, oh, like, I think the worst part is there's a lot of people, and I know a lot of the LGBTQ community, I've got a, a friend called Andrew who I used to work with, he had a, a lot of issues with it where there were people in, in the Pride community that were like, being gay isn't good enough. 
So they're getting it from the inside as well. So I understand why you have people like this where someone gets gender bent and it removes a gay relationship that is canon for the game. I understand why there's annoyance there, but I would like to think 99% of the people who installed this mod weren't doing it out of malice. And it was just a... Because I'm not going to lie, I reckon Dame Allen turned into Sir Allen, big hench with all the armour and the wings and a fucking shit, like, shit-hot beard would be hot as fucking cool as fuck. Now, I might have installed that mod. I didn't, but there's a chance I could have done just to see what they look like. And it could have been cool. But I wouldn't have done it out of malice, and I for sure wouldn't would have gone nowhere near the No Alphabets pack. But I feel like, especially yeah. in Baldur's Gate, when you're, you're in a world where... There's, there's dragons and demons and alien githyanki people. Like, in a world like that, can anyone ever truly be straight? It's like I've always said it with Star Wars. To me, there's no such thing as straight and gay in Star Wars. I feel like everyone would kind of have to be pansexual because there's that many different races and that many different things. Like, and not every race will like, have the same gender conformities as we do. It is impossible to be straight or gay because, to me, everyone would just fuck everything. And that's the world I want to live in. Let's just all have sex with each other. <laughs> but, okay, okay. I'll, I'll have sex with you. But at the same time, that isn't the per- we don't live in that perfect world. There are going to be people out there. But I, I fully support. I don't know about you guys. I fully support Nexus for taking down the these mods that are specifically there to target people yeah. and their beliefs. I. I, I wholeheartedly believe that th- there's no place for that on Nexus mods and everyone should be able to go to these places safe. I know there's the argument of if you don't like it, don't install it. But at the same time, it shouldn't even have to be a discussion. It should just be a, you're a piece of shit. Fuck off with that. We don't want yeah. you here. If you're still bothered, go to one of these other ones. Like the amount of shit that's not allowed on Nexus is to go to Lover's Lab with it. You don't like it and you don't like the fact that they won't allow you on Nexus mods with it because we don't want to see it there. Fucking take it somewhere else where we don't have to where we don't have to see it. Because you're not gonna get you're not gonna get rid of it. You're never gonna get rid of it. It's always gonna be there. That's just the unfortunate truth. The thing is, even if they remove it from these websites, there's still ways of getting it. Like just something that came out the other day. Someone someone had spent time porting over the original Link's Awakening to be a PC port and then offering it out for to be free. Literally the day that it was released, three hours later, Nintendo have taken it down, gone to every single website and removed it. However... Choose a Wayback Machine. There's loads of different ways of accessing these files still to download them, which cannot be taken down because once it's on the internet, there's no way of getting it off. So these mods are still going to be around somewhere. Yeah. But well, it's just the main mod. Anything you put on it, it you just you, there's no hundred percent way of completely removing it. But at the same time, if you want to go out of your way and look for that shit and add in them extra steps, we can't stop you. If you want to be a bigot and run them, you do you. It's quite clear that you're not going to change the mind. They're going to be a bigot whether you tell them they're a piece of shit or not. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Fucking let them crack on. But it shouldn't be on a site where it could be on the front page accessible and people can just see it without wanting to see it because that sends the wrong message and nexus like anything else is a brand and they don't want to take themselves with it no one here wants to see it it shouldn't be there that's the long and short of it really isn't it 
Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, to me, having a gay relationship in this game doesn't make straight people feel attacked. It doesn't. But having someone come in and say, uh, gay, and removing it with a mod pack will make gay people feel attacked. It's not about one-upping each other. It's about just letting everyone do what they want to do. And by doing this to try and one-up gay people by taking something away that has no reason to be taken away, it just it shows more of who they are than what the gay community is. Because the gay community, for the most part, just want to crack on. Let them. Yeah, sex yeah. and fairy mods. Love a good fairy mod. The fact is, Stardew Valley... There's loads of these things that change benders and change benders, gender bend, loads oh. of characters in. Yeah, cha change benders probably isn't the phrase you want to use when we're talking about this, Sam. It sounds like conversion <laughs> therapy, mate. No, no, we, we know, no, we know what you meant, and no, we know no, it was nowhere near what you actually like said. Futurama, that, that, that Fry's best mate from Futurama. That's what I'm going to go with. My brain just had a potato f moment for thing. Um, yeah, it's 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 yeah. a gray it's a gray area, but I I stand with Nexus mods. I do feel like the people that have made the mods without any malicious intent that have been dragged into it. I feel sorry for them. I hope they can appeal it, but I hope that doesn't invite more controversy onto the platform. But I feel like what Nexus have done in terms of removing the the pack and stuff, all the power to them. Yeah. 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 Um, so go yeah. anybody having pride flags in it does, No. Like I, like I know, said, if you want to go see an American flag on that game, you can literally go around the corner of this one. It's, you know, it's... But going, from, going from one thing being taken off the internet to another thing being taken off the internet, are you guys familiar with the, uh, the game the day before? <laughs> yes. Yes or no, I really wanted to play it. So, I follow a guy on YouTube who's been following this for over a year now. His name's Kira TV, K-I-R-A TV. He's fucking amazing. He's so great. I love his content. He he covers all sorts of Kickstarter scams and games that look dodgy. And he followed this game and went over it with a fine-tooth comb all the way up to release. So, it, it got announced two years ago. And the way it looked, it looked like if... Daisy, World War Z, and Division all had a love child. It was in a really detailed central New York area. The lighting looked great. They were going into shopping centers. There were hordes of zombies. It looked insane. It looked fantastic. It was it was the dream game. It's what everyone wanted. However, the company that made this game have only made three games before. Two of them they've stopped supporting because the games flopped. And one of them, they announced uh, when they were supposed to be announcing the release of this game, they went, we've got some news for you. And everyone jumped on thinking it was going to be about the day before, and then it was a release of Prop Night, which is just uh, a B-Tech version of Prop Hunt. Um, so they, re they, they released this game. Now, as They released trailers for this game, and as the trailers were going on, they were showing less and less and less, and quality was slowly declining. Now, everyone kind of knew it was weird, but it was pitched as a zombie survival MMO tactical shooter kind of gist. So you go around like Daisy, you gather supplies, avoid zombies, but there's hordes of zombies. There's proximity chat. You can build safe havens. You can into, you can go into people's homes. You can repurpose abandoned houses as bunkers. The driving looked great. Everything looked fantastic. 
fast forward to this month. The game finally releases after several delays. Um, it is a buggy mess with none of the features that they talked about, and it is a extraction shooter in a really small map. These hordes of zombies have turned into maybe one zombie every five city blocks. Mm. Buggy mess. It was rife with hackers from day one. You couldn't get onto the servers. The servers were just all shit. Um, it was taking. They'd filled it with loads of AI dialogue and AI. And most of it was AI. You could tell it was terrible. Um, but it was enough sponge. It was enough of a sponge of shit there to make it so. By the time you actually got experience of what the game was like and realised you'd been scammed, you were over the two hour mark and you couldn't get a refund on Steam. It was ridiculous. And that's when they turned around and said, we never pitched this as an open-world zombie MMO survival game. It has always been an extraction shooter. And as you can imagine, it rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. What also rubbed people up the wrong way is the people that have actually made this game haven't been paid. Because the people that did it were volunteers looking for a job who were maybe going to be offered a job after and the, the start, signing bonus for them would be the money they got from the success of the game. Now, as we all know, the game hasn't succeeded. Uh, the company is in a, a, an amazing amount of debt. They've already scrapped the game. You can no longer buy it. It's not going to get any more support. Uh, and they've closed down. I think it's still listed on Steam, but you can't buy you it. You can't buy it. Uh, so none of these volunteers are going to get any money. They've all worked for free, which I have a sneaking suspicion. They've all worked on individual assets and stuff, try and learn none of them assets have even been used or if they have they've been used very minimally and the rest has been filled with ai and the actual company's not done anything that's how it's that's how it feels to me but it is it is an absolute mess it's a joke uh the company's just lying to everyone and trying to void all responsibility and now they've gone out of business meaning all of these volunteers there's gonna be no jobs for them they don't even have enough money to pay anybody um any of these it, it is an absolute scam oh, like, 100%. this just reminds me of CryptoZoo from Logan Paul um, you know I'm not familiar with CryptoZoo at all fans of it, oh, it's literally like such a controversy I'll have to put it in um, next time's docket but fans theorise it were a scam which obviously any person would know it, it pretty much is um, the make a fantastic took early access money and pocketed the funds but they denied these theories and said no money was taken from pre-orders or crowdfunding the thing is though you, um, could, you couldn't pre-order it because it was early access so no shit but what they have done is taken and any money that they have had has paid debts off but clearly but this is the I thing this is the thing they've declared bankruptcy now, yeah. when you declare bankruptcy, you don't pay off the debts because you have no money. You liquidate, meaning all the profits won't have gone to these debts yeah. that they own. Well, they they will, it. Yeah, they'll have pocketed all this money, claimed uh, claimed financial ruin, bankrupted it, and fucked off with the money. And no doubt, the people who run Fantastic will crop up again in a year, maybe two, with a new company under a different renamed. name. They've um, already renamed. Um, they've already done it. They've already renamed as another as a new company. Fuck off. Oh, well, there you go then. Now, that is something you can't do if you have no money. No. What? Also, is it illegal to be under a new name when you've liquidised? No, because technically that company doesn't exist anymore. As far as, yeah, as, far as I'm aware, they can do so it. They've changed, so they've changed their name. 
to eight points. Because what, uh, what they'll have done is... Might as well be fucking called no points. They'll have, <laughs> that's a good one. They'll have changed the name in inverted commas, but what that'll actually mean is they've liquidated, formed a new company and just taken all the websites they already own and changed the names on them. That'll be what they've done. Oh, my but, God. Well done on being a fucking mess. But to... Yeah, so they changed it six days ago, so the day after that they the whole shit kicked off. They changed their name to, from Fantastic to uh, Eight Points. It is still up on uh, Steam with a game called The Wild Eight. I mean, four days before launch, they they pulled out. Like, what about all them people that but, took that paid for early access? But this is and a thing. This is this is a thing though. Is because they've liquidated and claimed bankruptcy, they will be under no obligation to pay refunds because they under the under the sites of it, they will have no money to pay said refunds. What I imagine Eight Points is is probably a subsidiary company that Fantastic were a parent company of, and when Fantastic have liquidated, they've shifted all their assets over to Eight Points and made that its own parent company, made it more of a sister company instead. So that one's still standing. But all the debts that Fantastic had have all yeah. gone down the drain with Fantastic and all the money and assets that they've made from this, they've oh, shifted no. over. Oh. It is a complete it fucking... It right, it, it, it is basically the game industry version of transferring all your funds to an offshore account to not pay taxes. It is basically the same thing. Yeah. And they're, they're awful. And they should not be allowed back in the, back in the gaming community ever. No, they shouldn't, no. But one of the things they argued is you cannot be angry with how the game was because you pay, you knew it was early access when you paid for it. Now, to me, and this is a thing that I've argued with so many people, is a lot of people couldn't get onto the game pre, like during the refund window because they couldn't access it. Now, to me, if you are paying for early access, the key feature there is in the second word. You need to be able to access the fucking content. If you can't, yeah. then you've d it defeats the fucking point. And mostly early access, like when I got it with Dreamlight Valley, it were all dressed up as, oh, you know, we've got loads of stuff coming. You know, you'll be able to get all these customizations and all these new worlds. And yeah. they have luckily held their hand up to it because I paid for it. But these all these fans that were so excited and they've it's just well, don't, don't, don't get me wrong some early access works better than others but you've got people out there like Concerned Ape who made Stardew Valley I'm pretty sure that started in early access but what you don't do when you're early accessing something like this especially for a company that's got nothing under their belt that's substantial is go and make the most anticipated game and bullshit. If they'd have turned around yeah. from day one and said, we are making... Yeah. If they turned around from the, from the get-go and said, we are making a zombie extraction shooter inspired by the gameplay loops of Daisy and the Dark Zones of Division, they would have had a market for that and a lot of people would have been happy with what they got. Yes, it was buggy, but a lot of people would be like, yes, but this is this is the content we knew we were going to be getting. 
we'll stick with it. It's the fact that they lied, but they didn't know what they were doing because up until, I believe, the start of this year, they'd not even trademarked the name the day before and someone who actually had the trademark for it came out and, I, and told them, well, you can't have that. So my thing's called Day Before and it infringes on me and they had to go through a legal battle of that. So they lost a lot of money there. But if you are that incompetent that you can't even trademark the name for the most anticipated game on fucking Steam, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, really? It was one of the most wish list games, apparently. Yeah. On Steam. It was very, 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 very popular. But fuck you, Fantastic. You sh- I hope you never make a game again. And if it does, I hope it fails as hard as this one did. And for anyone who bought it and can't get your money back, I'm so sorry that you wasted 40 Ooh. quid on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, so I think. Uh, so I think. So they're trying to subtly change the. Um, the names of things. So the Wild Eight game, it the, the fantastic have been the developer's name since 2017. It was only a few days ago that they changed it over to Eight Points. So I don't reckon that they're trying to close down their studio. I reckon they're trying to change the name and come out of the woodwork as another studio. Yeah. But the uh, prop night. Six hours ago, or on the screenshot, they had changed from. Uh, there was a. Uh, I need to get it back up again, but they basically had a developer. Then they changed it to Fanatic. Then they changed it back to this original developer, and this original developer's just gone fuck off. No, changed it back to Fanatic. So it now says Fanatic as the developer of the game for Prop Night. Yeah. This is going to end in a lawsuit. Oh, this yeah. is 100% going to end in a lawsuit. And I cannot wait to watch everything they've built. Well, say fucking built. Everything they've got an AI to build to come crumbling down. It wouldn't surprise me if the fucking dev is an AI. How fucking stupid do you have to be to think <laughs> this is going to work? But we're going to go from uh, one of the most anticipated games that failed miserably to the new most anticipated game which i think we can all agree is going to knock it out of the park no matter what because they've got a good track record we're talking gta 6 ladies and gentlemen we finally got we finally got the trailer and what i'm going to do is while we discuss gta 6 i'm going to put the trailer on for everyone watching live it's going to be muted obviously but i'm going to put it on so you guys can uh watch it in the background um i don't know about you guys i'm very hyped for this game also I think Steam should do demos. Okay. Yes. That's what we're going to discuss, yeah. Steam having uh, some sort of demo system would be brilliant. Because Payday 3 was shit. I, I feel like they, if, you're they, going, they, if you're going to have the ability to refund stuff anyways, you should at that point just stop beating around the bush and just actually give people the ability to try the game for two hours before you put any money in. That would make so much more sense. But, yeah, GTA 6, the trailer dropped on the 7th, was it? Was it the 7th that dropped? <laughs> that game looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now... Look at that. Like, look how vibrant it is. There's been so much backlash around the main protagonist of it. <laughs> um, because the uh, the main, tag- main protagonist is uh, a female called Lucia. We've had some leaks about her, so basically... From what we can tell, she's a single mother trying to provide for a kid through a life of crime. 
by the looks of it, she starts off in prison and gets released. There's also this male with her who is her partner. We've had his name leaked uh, to being either Jason or Jamie. Uh, so it's like a J name. There's rumours that it's going to be a bit like GTA Five did it, where there's two, where there's multiple protagonists you can swap between. People think it's going to be them two, and it's going to basically be some sort of modern day Bonnie and Clyde kind of story. Which I don't know about you guys. I'm good with that. That sounds fucking sick to me. I still hope it's a Vice City vibe. It, it, it is in Vice City. So we got in GTA 4, we got a remake of Liberty City. GTA 5, we got a remake of San Andreas. This is the remake ah, of... Uh, yeah. Why are you playing in 4K? No wonder you're buffering. Um, yeah, so yeah, so it's, it's going to bring us back to Vice City. And you can tell just by the art style, by the light and stuff, it screams Vice City. Well, the map apparently is huge, and we found out who's been leaking all this stuff. We found out this morning who has been leaking all the stuff from Rockstar. It's a cleaner. Sure. <laughs> so they say. Uh, so apparently a cleaner uh, last night saw the map for the game. And the map is one of the biggest maps this generation of gaming has seen to date. Yes. Now... There's been com- there's been apparently confirmations of multiple cities and towns, multiple airports. So I feel like yeah. I don't know why it's refusing to uh, run the thing on uh, YouTube for me. I don't know why I keep trying to play the trailer for you, everyone watching live, but it's not having it. Um, so I imagine it's going to be a little bit like OG San Andreas, where you had like main San Andreas city, but then you had a couple other bits. Spattered around, yeah, like the desert bit in the middle. There was a fair few bits there. I imagine it's going to be something fairly similar to that. It really does not want to run this trailer, so we're just going to scrap that and go back to this. Um, but yeah, so we've got Lucia, potentially a male protagonist as well. Modern retelling of a Bonnie and Clyde story. Now, I have not seen anybody complain about how we're getting a female protagonist. I've not seen anyone complain about it. I think a lot of us can agree that I think it's brilliant. Up the girls. I'd get up the girls' way. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it's overdue. We've never had a GTA game mm. with a female as a protagonist. It's a Rockstar game, even with a female protagonist. It's fairly new, but I feel like a lot of the reception of Red Dead Two as well. By the time you'd finished that game, everyone loved Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan was amazing. He's one of my favorite protagonists in any game ever because he had so much depth and development. Now. A lot of people are arguing, saying that when that game ended, they want to see um, Red Dead 3 focus on Sadie, one of the main uh, NPCs of Red Dead 2. Now, I'd be happy with that because Sadie was a great character. A lot of people would be happy with that, either Sadie or Charles, I think a lot of people have been saying. Now, I've not seen anyone angry with the fact that Lucy is going to be the main protagonist on this game. Now, I'm not saying they're not out there. There will be someone who's like, hey, women can't steal cars. But then they'll see that picture of Lucia in a bikini when she's got a baps out and they'll be like, okay, I like this game now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I bet that. Yeah. The only time I've seen anyone actually complaining about it, well, complaining in inverted commas, is when the media's mm-hmm. been like, GTA fans up in arms about female protagonists, but then there's no actual female like people complaining about it. It's just the media trying to push that they are. Yeah. Which is great for advertisement for Rockstar. I don't know if it's a, a move by Rockstar saying that we've all were getting backlash because of this and feeding it to the media, then the media are feeding it back. But I think 99% of players don't give a shit because they know the game's going to be good no matter what. 
That's the thing. GTA, this has been going since, what, 2012, 2010? Like, GTA 5 has been around since then. We've been waiting such a long time for this game. I don't think people have got time to say a bad word about it because we just want it. Yeah. GTA has become such revolutionary and still stayed relevant years down the line. Mm. Give us GTA 6 and keep up with the same schedule of releasing new content and stuff and new modes and shit. I reckon that we're going to get GTA 6 for 20 fucking years. I, I reckon it's going to go wild, but um, I do feel like, because obviously, like I said, there's rumours that we're going to get this male protagonist as well. Now, a lot of people said, well, because like, I, I, for one, I'm looking forward because we've, we've kind of got a grip on Lucia's kind of character from the trailer. Not a lot, but enough to leave us intrigued and have some questions, some answers. I feel like the reason they didn't add him into this trailer is for the simple reason of it is the first female protagonist in a Rockstar game. They wanted to give her some limelight, which I'm happy with that. I would like to see maybe some in-depth trailers like give each of them a specific trailer for their characters that give us kind of like a, a baseline character profile to know what we're getting into. Yeah. Because I might be wrong, but I'm sure we had something kind of similar with uh, GTA. Maybe not like a specific, uh, with GTA 5, sorry. With, maybe not a specific trailer each, but we kind of got from like some of the trailers later on, we kind of got that um, Franklin is your, your gangbanger from a rough neighborhood trying to do better for himself and his family. Michael's the ex-con family man and Trevor's the psycho hillbilly. You kind of gathered that from the trailers and i feel like as these go on maybe they're going to give us more of an insight into both characters maybe give us a better look at, i'm just going to call him jason because i think that was one of the names that were leaked um a better look into jason but if it is like they've said it if it is like a modern day retelling of bonnie and clyde both of them trying to earn some money because she's looking out for a kid and they want to they want to provide and it, it, it's more of a, a focus on family kind of kind of like a, a fast and furious kind of vibe to the the family aspect of it I wouldn't be mad at that. I can't wait. I think it'll be great. You're shaking your head, Sam, but you, I, knew, I, you knew I had to make the link to Fast and Furious. With the insanity uh, of these games and the focus on fast cars and stuff, to put family at the centre of it, it would be basically a Fast and Furious game without Dom Toretto. I mean, it's going to be a better Fast and Furious game than the Fast and Furious game, if I'm honest. Tell you what, Alfie loves that. <laughs> Alfie loves that game. I will. Uh, oh, bless you. I, I, I will uh, disregard your scrutiny of that game. Oh, you can disregard it all you want. I'll say it to him to his face. I don't give a fuck. It'll just make you play Monster Jam again. Like, uh, you know what? That was a bop. That was so fun. If I could get it on the Steam Deck, I would. But yeah, so GTA Six has two things. Uh, one. A lot of Karens on the internet are already calling for the game to be cancelled because they feel like it's going to be released to the detriment of society and they feel like it's going to send the youth on a downward slope. Now, I don't know if they know this. I've been killing hookers in GTA since I was, like, five. Same. <laughs> Same. I wouldn't say I'm a particularly rotten individual. I've got a foul mouth, don't get me wrong, but I think I'm quite nice to him in societal terms. Uh... So there's that one, and then there's also the main thing is we have already got a lawsuit against the game. So the Florida Joker, yeah. who is a man who I believe there'll probably be a picture of him on this article for anyone who that is watching really live. Is a character. There he is. 
you can see him here at the background with the eye tattoos and everything. They can see his counterpart with the purple hair in the, in the trailer. There's a lot of similarities. No one's going to sit there and dispute the fact that it probably is inspired by him. Yeah. I've got no doubt in my mind that it is. But it's called yeah, Warren the Sullivan. The, the fact do. is, though, there's so many people these days that it could be someone that's portrayed by an island boy. It it's, could be anyone these days. It's the eyes more than anything for me. The eyes, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, so at the time, that dude, he, on this picture that we've got here, he shaved his head there, but he had a similar haircut, but his was green. The Florida Joker in the game trail had purple hair. So this dude's trying to sue him for using his likeness. Now, I believe, didn't we have something similar with GTA Five with Lindsay Lohan saying the, the blonde-haired woman taking the selfie was her? I'm sure we had something yes. similar there as well. That went nowhere. Mm -hmm. this one's a bit yeah. less clear cut because the likeness and similarities are very much there but what hasn't helped the Florida Joker's case is he's trying to sue these people he's had to take some pictures to show the likeness comparisons he has dyed his hair purple to match the character in game for these pictures now to me you're asking to get laughed at you're pushing your luck there by making yeah, yourself yeah. look more like the character. Now, I do also get the fact of dye your hair purple to show that, shit, the tattoos do look very similar. They do look like the same person. But when you're also making yourself look like that, I don't know what the laws are in court for that. I thought it would just copy me, to be honest. I mean... Dude's copying me. I have a tattoo. <laughs> I don't, actually. I don't have one, but I've got purple hair. Well, I'll get a podcast tattoos next year. <laughs> So, yeah, this dude's name is called Lawrence Sullivan, a.k.a. the Florida Joker, um, and it's appeared in the latest TikTok videos sporting purple hair, like Yoki's just said, to link him to GTA character more closely. And it's actually broken YouTube viewership records just on this alone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's quite... Well, I think, wasn't it within the first 24 hours it became the most viewed video ever on YouTube? Yeah. Not yes. just in, not just in a twenty four hour time period, like in general. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Just in its first twenty four yeah. hours, which shows how how many eyes are on this game. But like it says here on the article, Roger Clark, the man behind Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Two, literally responded to the guy on a t on a TikTok and was like, "Dude, <laughs> they were great. They they ain't, they ain't even gonna talk to you, mate. They're not gonna give you the time of day. He's now <laughs> been advised to remove that by lawyers." probably smart i love roger but fuck's sake mate <laughs> like just leave it up um but yeah no it's it's interesting but what what are your guys hopes for gta is there anything you want to see anything you think they should change from the last game get rid of i think that they should incorporate a uh, rp system straight off the bat i think that RP is such a big thing these days in GTA 5 that they would be silly not to incorporate a, I would say, a basic RP server system Yeah, where you could, you and your friends can join and you could start your own little thing. Yes, you could get, you could pay for like £2.99 a month. It would, well, they've got, they've, got the, they've got the Rockstar Plus system, haven't they? So it would be interesting to see if maybe subscribing to that, they gave you, say, like, like you're suggesting a, a custom server's you, kind of browsing thing. Yeah, you're able to create a server which you and however many friends can have a roleplay adventure with. I think that is the biggest move that they can do. Yeah. Not to shoot down no pixel, but to bring RP to everyone. 
It's yeah. a console thing. It's a PC thing. It's a mobile gaming thing. Yeah. You give us RP in GTA 6 as standard, and no pixel then do their own thing and add new bits and edit it to be more for no pixel or all the other RP servers that are out there. Give us RP. That's, the one, the one thing I'm hope. curious about, though, is because obviously they've done it with GTA and they've done it with Red Dead now, where the online is completely its own entity now. I wonder, and this is something I would like to see maybe, is rather than removing GTA 5's online experience and moving on to GTA 6, if they incorporate it all under one, a bit like, I know it's a lot of people don't like it, but a bit like what they've done with modern warfare and stuff like that where it's a continuous experience and everything links through maybe make it so you can still play gta 5's multiplayer world but then go to the airport and go over to gta 6's map so you can encapsulate it all into one that would be so i don't think they're gonna do that but it would be That'd something be cool. i would be interested to see and i would like for them to do but like so whether they do it or not i don't think they will yeah. But I do feel like, like you said, Sam, with the custom service, flight like roleplay service in GTA Online, I would like to see that too, because at the minute in time, it's limited to just PC players. It is purely off a modding perspective, and we know what Rockstar and Take-Two's position on modders are. They don't like them. But for them to sit there and say they don't like modders, it would be a nice thing for them to sit there and say, yes, we have limited the modding community, but we've done it because we are giving you this officially. Yeah, the the thing with me is RP at the moment is modded and like a, a janky client to get in. You add it straight away. What is Twitch's most like? What is Twitch's most viewed category? Currently? Probably ASMR at the minute. <laughs> well, GTA Online's it's always GTA, been up there. No, it's GTA Five is the most viewed currently. At the second, with three hundred and eighty-two pe- two thousand people, so that's going to be majority RP people. You add RP as a standard into your game, considering it's the most viewed thing on Twitch currently. Your game not only has beaten YouTube's records, but it's going to beat Boulder's Gate. It's going to beat every yeah. other game record when you get through the sales and everything. Pre-orders are going to be through the roof, and that's how you make the game last for 20 years yeah you've added a system in that has stood the test of time for the last five years since lockdown when it really all started to now it'll be interesting to see i I am aware that you are out you're going out this afternoon sen so we will move on because i've realized it is past 12 o'clock and we need to get a shifty on a bit so you don't miss your plans it's fine don't worry don't worry we're going to move on to something a little bit sadder now uh, we did it for Lance Riddick when he passed away, and it's because he was someone who I think was a household name for a lot of gamers and stuff. And I know a lot of gamers, a lot of us tend to like the same sort of shows as well. So there's something we, there's an elephant in the room we can't not talk about, and I know everyone's a little bit sad about this. I am fucking heartbroken by this. It wasn't something I expected to wake up and see. I don't know about you guys. No. No, no. The passing no. of Captain Holt himself, Andre Brower. I loved that man so much it was just it was one of them whenever he was on your screen you couldn't help but be happy yeah he was such a lovely human being and I know that a lot of people who worked with him 
said something very similar to that he was just an absolute delight to be around. And I, 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 I can't believe he's gone. I can't. I, I, I mean, can't, I can't believe he's gone because it were only a few months before his death that he died from this lung cancer. It was only a few months before his death that he died. Yeah, a few months that he died, and that's crazy quick. No, like, no, no. Said, said, said. I, 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 I don't think you've understood that Sean's ripping into you for the way that it all came out. Like only, words came out. You, you just order. said only a few months before his death, he died. Oh. This is you how I'm. This is how I'm. More... I didn't even realize you was ill. Ah, uh, honestly, <laughs> it's like. Are you crying? Do you need a hug? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just I can't believe it. So the thing is, we see it a lot with people like big celebrities these days. The ones that have passed recently. They've died at a younger age than what we were expecting, and I didn't even think he was that old. I didn't realise he was in his sixties. That blew my mind more. Well, the fact is, you usually go off the fact of hair and like the greying of hair. Yeah. But yeah, I just it caught me so off guard, and he was like I say, it was such a delight to see on screens and. Some of us are more emotional than others. It's not old at all, no. But it's just... I, th- I think I think the world is um, a less happy place with him gone. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing what tributes come out about him because we saw it with Lance Riddick when he passed when we covered that on the podcast. Communities jumped on it very, very fast to pay homage to women immortalize their presence and i feel like especially to this generation at the minute especially yours like obviously for anyone who watched him in uh in like shows through the 90s and stuff they'll know him from them but especially for our generation the main thing we'll all know him as is captain holt i i will forever know him as the guy that sat there shouted three pounds and then screamed born at the top of his lungs for five minutes straight because that, that is who he was. And like, like I said, whenever he was on my screens, I couldn't help but have a smile on my face because he was so great. And yeah, it, it sucks. But we just, we're just we not going to stick on this one because it, it is a sad topic. There's not much we can say other than that it, we're going to miss him. And obviously, heart goes out to the fa- his family and stuff and all his colleagues and friends. It where. Yeah. It's just, it still doesn't feel real. No. At least he's with Cheddar now, Huffle says. That is true. Yeah. Um, but we're going to move on because we don't want to, we don't want to get down in the dumps about it. We just wanted to obviously. Me and Felix like, oh. We, we, could, we couldn't not cover it. Um, so we're going to move on to, I was going to make such an awful fucking segue then. I was going to say from one death to another but it it doesn't feel right with how much of a lovely human being he was but this is a throwback to the very 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 first episode I believe that me and Sam did and it is fairly fitting that 
we've gone from mine and Sam's first episode where we discussed this topic to Sen's first episode with us where we come back here again. So anyone who's been with us from the start will remember when me and Sam discussed how the industry was changing and the changes in E3 and how did we think it was going to stand the test of time and come back. And I think Boff was at the time pretty much said that with how much the industry's changed, there isn't a place for it anymore, didn't we? Yeah. And it has been confirmed this week um, that E3 is gone. E3 is dead. So our fears were true. And it's for the same reasons we thought about how the industry's changed and the industry it was made for isn't the industry we're in anymore. It does feel only fitting that we are discussing that. And now Sen is here on her first episode discussing this topic with us that kickstarted the podcast to begin with. You couldn't write it. It's like poetry. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, E3's not gone for a few years. It, it stopped for lockdown, didn't it, initially? And then it's it just not. Lockdown, but then everything moved over to a digital platform. And then the reasons that E3 was great was the unveiling of game trailers and new upcoming games and announcements and stuff like that. But in this new day and age, why is a shame that we've lost it? But we've done the reveals. People are doing the reveals of their games on their own. Well, that's when there's so many or different little pocket GTA events would have been now. The big thing that E3 would have the big unveil at E3. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but they did it on their own. But when they, you've got stuff now, like for example, Summer Game Fest and stuff like that, was the main leading one this year. It was basically yeah. E3 without the bells and whistles. Yeah. And I'm all right with that. That's fine. I, I can get on board with that. It's just sad to see something that's been such a pivotal part of the gaming community for so many years no longer yeah. exist. It's, it's... And it was sad to know that all three major console creators already confirmed that they won't be attending. Yeah. And major publishers, Ubisoft and Sega abandoned a sega really a major so, publisher anymore they met like one sonic game every five years considering we're now getting a remaster of all of their old games crazy taxi jet set radio and all that sort of stuff they're trying to come back and become a new they're trying to become a new person yeah on the block again. we're gonna come back with some fresh content by making all of our old content can I just say, Jet Set Radio were a bomb game. Well, there's a new game called um, Bomb Rush. I think it's it. called Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Yeah, that looks yeah. so fun. That is basically a homage it to them. It were like the actual my childhood with that game, and I loved it. But like a lot of old games from our childhood are coming back. Like for example, we saw um, Toys for Bob did um, Spyro, and was it them that did the reboots of the crap, like the remakes of the Crash games as well? Was it Toys for Bob who did them as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would love to see games like Croc and Sonic Adventure oh, get yeah. the get the Spyro treatment. Because those games were so pivotal to my childhood. Oh Croc. Uh, Croc was fantastic. But yeah, no. So E three's gone. But again, we have Summer Game Fest now, so we still get that that dude who comes and goes, World premiere. And then when everyone goes, Ooh. <laughs> oh. So I feel like Go that... on, it's weird you say about the Croc game. Croc's getting a HD remaster. Yes! <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Is I'm going to make my own happy? body pillow and fuck it. 
<laughs> it was it was announced back in this on the seventh of June of this year that the um, developers have confirmed the development of a Croc HD remaster. Nice. I love it. I love Croc. But yeah, stuff like Crazy Taxi. I need to actually play that game because oh, I never actually did any of the Taxi Fest, so I never unlocked any of the cool stuff. I used to just see how far I could get away from the city before the timer ran out. That was my. That was the only way I used to play that game. Never actually did any actual Taxi stuff. It was just how far can I get? I always played that dude with a bucket cap and the open top Taxi. Yeah, yeah. The fact is, you said that they escaped from the city and now all I've got is... Uh... Rolling around at the speed of sound. I got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. My rainbow. Oh, memories, man. Sonic Adventure was class. It's funny, though, because uh, we've got, I've got a mate called Mod. You'll know who Mod is, I think, so. From Squizzers Community. He's absolutely yes. obsessed with Sonic. But the one thing he despises, and this is something that was brought in for Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, is the Amy Rose theme song whenever she came on screen. He did the ba 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 da ba da. I need a HD remaster of that just to spam it at him and piss him off. <laughs> It'll be beautiful. But E3, as with all of the conventions, if we're being honest, lockdown took a hit, everything moved digital, and it was yeah. easier to do the big presentations on a such lower budget without the crowd like this year we've had our first blizzcon since lockdown yeah and it was a tremendous time and they've actually changed it up now they're trying to come back as a company following the fact of being bought by activision and now trying to like move away yeah it's great that they're doing that and they had their first ever blizzcon after lockdowns and stuff but there's so many other conventions like Gamescom and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that, that just that's, that's the thing now. is, we always used to that. That's the one big thing was, it always used to be, everyone's excited for June because that's when E3 is. Now, Summer Games Fest for the past couple of years has taken that spot. And they've kind of made themselves quite comfortable there. And I think Summer Games Fest is going to be the one that kind of carries the torch from now on, now they're gone. Because that was where we got... All them big announcements, like big news for Starfield. Fucking, let's just not go there. Um, <laughs> that game was such a letdown. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't have paid money for it. I'm glad I got it through Game Pass. But stuff like that, and then we got all like the Xbox announcements and stuff, which were fantastic. And we got Ubisoft's announcements, and we got like the whole big. I mean, they had all the, they all had their own nights for it and stuff. But they used to do that with E3, didn't they? Um. But I do. I wonder if Summer Games Fest is going to take over, or like Xbox did, because they had their own night, but then they had like a couple extra nights for stuff like Starfield. Xbox have that many different studios within them now. They could probably do their own event where each night they just cover a different studio. Yes, they well, easily they could. couldn't. They, they 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 couldn't because Bethesda's got to be giving us stuff to do with Elder Scrolls Six, right? And they haven't done anything on that. I, I reckon predictions for Summer Game Fest, I know we're jumping the gun a bit here, but I reckon we're going to see more on Avowed, and then we're going to get a proper release date for that for next year, which is the... It was originally supposed to be Elder Scrolls VI's competitor made by Obsidian before the bought Bethesda. Uh, I reckon we'll get maybe some news on Elder Scrolls VI, not a lot, but some Probably a better look at some gameplay for Fable and a release date on that, because that's coming next year at some point. Mm. 
It's just a question of how many of these are going to drop early this next year and how many of them are going to drop at Christmas time, like holiday season. Because they tend to drop around October, November, December time. And that's why you get a lot of announcements here. Now, we've not really had anything. We've got a lot of stuff that said it's coming next year, but nothing to say since then to say the stuff that's coming, like Q1, Q2. Which to me means it's either going to be a very dead period or after Christmas we're going to get a lot of drops like for news and trailers and stuff. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. I'm I'm expecting a lot for Fable. The only thing is there's all that controversy with Richard Ayoade now, isn't there? So everyone's turning their nose up at it and it's so annoying. Yeah. What? Everyone, I hate this day and age because there's so much controversy about every single person, left, right, and fucking centre. Who were we meant to like? Who were we not meant to like? Who's going to get cancelled this week? Who's who's getting a redemption arc this week? Just fuck off and shut the fuck up, everyone. Yeah, well, I think the the reason let, let me be entertained by <laughs> the people that I want to be entertained by. Stop sh- shitting on my cornflakes every fucking morning. I feel, I, feel, I feel like um, Fable's going to take the same sort of thing as... Um, obviously, it's not as big as the controversy behind Hogwarts Legacy, because obviously Hogwarts Legacy was the author of the books, was a piece of shit. Whereas with this one, it's just... the it was I think it was the dude who wrote IT Crowd and stuff. He's very transphobic and stuff. Um, oh, right. Yeah, and he wrote a book and... Uh, Ayoade kind of was like, yeah, go buy this dude's book. So he's oh. not he's not to transform himself, he's just stood by one, so that's why he's kind of in the midst of controversy, which I don't mm. know enough about to safely comment on, but that's the that's like the bare minimum kind of what's going on. So a lot of people are falling yeah. out with Richard Ayoade. I wonder if it's gonna Cause let's face it, as much as it I don't think it deserved to win any awards, Hogwarts Legacy did deserve to at least be nominated for a few. Uh, I do feel yeah. like it was snubbed at the game awards around the controversy, which it's a shame, but at the same time, it wouldn't have won any of them anyways, so whatever. Um, now, I wonder if is Fable going to get the same treatment, or is it not as severe of a thing as Hogwarts? Is it going to kind of like... I mean, I do I do think it's going to be a bit like... The more people shed light on it with that controversy, more people are going to buy it, a bit like they did with Hogwarts. A lot of people left the politics at the door and bought it just to play it as a game, which I think Fable's going to go the same way. It's just a question of, is Fable going to get snubbed as well? Because to me, I, I I get the Hogwarts Legacy thing. With Hogwarts, it was it was the author. The whole world was written by someone who was anti-trans. It's hard to avoid that. But when it's just a dude who's done a trailer and he's not actually done any of the transphobia himself, it's just him. He's but he has supported someone who has. Yeah, it's still not great. Don't get me wrong, but it's not as bad. I don't know. It's it's a grey area. I don't know enough about it to comfortably talk about it because I don't want to upset anyone or offend anyone. Um, I'll need to do more research into that. But close to the time when we get more news on Fable, I'll do I'll do some proper research on it. I don't particularly yeah. give up care whether there's Richard Ayoade or not. I don't particularly give a shit about him. I don't find him that funny. I find his voice a little bit annoying too. And Alfie watches the apple and onion that is in, and that shit pisses me off. So. He plays a spring onion with glasses on. It's so annoying. <laughs> oh, God. But that, chaps and chapettes, that's our lot. That's the docket completed. 
Is there anything anyone would like to add before we call it? Any more topics that you can think of the top of your head that we've not put on the docket that you'd like to quickly gloss over, or is this uh, are we fresh out? Ex- no, that are acceptable. All right. Shall we all go get fed and watered, and then Sen can go enjoy going out for the day? Then. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be going home in like three hours. Oh, is it today you're travelling home? Yes. Ready for Christmas? Well, yes. if I don't speak to you before, have a safe journey, mate. If Sam is in the next episode of the podcast, his train crashed and he died. Um, <laughs> optimism! But no, this, so that has been episode 12 of Cheat Codes Art Cheating. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. I've been Yorkshire Bother. I've been sent, Ellen. I've been Sam, Dark MCR, and in resident neighbourhood dickhead. Yep, and I hope you guys <laughs> have uh, enjoyed our three-host format, because this is it now. Sen is officially part of the team, so uh, thank you for joining us, Sen, and I hope this is the thank start of a bright and beautiful future. But until next time, everyone, stay sassy, stay slutty, stay sexy, have something good to eat, have a laugh, have a cry, have a wank, and we will see you all in the next one. Toodaloo, au revoir, and a goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.